The seven seals have been broken. The four horsemen have come and taken over regions of what's left of the earth uh, in the apocalypse. Uh, yeah, so we're going to be playing uh, Apocalypse, which is uh, from Acheron and Two Little Mice. Uh, this is on Kickstarter right now. Uh, it's, it's got some beautiful books. It's done some incredibly... It's got some really awesome funding on day one already. It's over 600 backers and almost $98,000 in funding. Super awesome. Uh, I'm going to tell you that if you are interested in anything that we are doing tonight, go check out the Kickstarter link in the description below. Uh, you can also uh, access the Quick Start, which is uh, the... We're doing like a... a condensed version of uh, the adventure in the quick start uh, on the show tonight so yeah stick around we're playing apocalypse from acheron and two little mice Hey everyone, welcome to Victory Condition Gaming. My name is Doug. Today on the show we're playing Apocalypse, which is uh, from Acheron and, and Two Little Mice. It's on Kickstarter as of this recording or as of this broadcast. Uh, go check it out. Like I said, go check out the, the link in the description. Uh, and if you're a fan of this game, hit that like button down below. Uh, or uh, and just let us know in the comments if, if you back this or if you're interested in this. I think that this is a really cool take on uh, the on Armageddon and uh, the the end times, uh, I think it's really cool. I've said it's like Mad Max meets uh, Renaissance dark fantasy, and uh, I, I'm not on board with a whole lot of five E uh, systems and games and 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 this and all that. But this is one that I'm really kind of excited about. So uh, I was really excited that uh, Acheron and, and Tula Mice reached out and asked if if we'd like to take a look at it and put it on the show. So here we are. So let's just get to it, and I'm going to bring on uh, my uh, the the cast for the show and uh, our GM, which is Jason. Hello, Jason. Thank you so much for coming on and uh, being a part of this tonight. Uh, are you excited about this? I know we did a little uh, video that uh, that kind of we did yes. Start. And if you haven't checked that out, go check that out on the on the uh, previous video. But after after this actual play, of course, we want you to stick around for the actual play. Um, and uh, yeah, it's just some some amazing amazing art in this in the system, and some neat little mechanical tweaks to the Five E system, which I think people are gonna really really dig. Uh, also joining us is M. Hello, hello. Thank you guys. Thank you so much for for joining us tonight and uh, being a part of this. Uh, I greatly appreciate it. And of course. You know, it wouldn't be a uh, an actual play without my buddy Josh. Uh, Josh, hey thanks, thanks for coming on tonight and, and being a part of this. Always. Very cool. And they let Katie out from behind the cameras to be Yeah, on. well, you know, I <laughs> we all know who the real the real MVP is, so we, we, need, to, we need to put her in the spotlight. Nothing so. happens if the buttons don't get pushed. <laughs> That's right. That's right. So, no. yeah, at this point, I, I think I'm just going to give the... Uh, the session to you jason and, and throw it your way and and you can take the ball from here and and uh you know I, let I us face basketball. let us face armageddon all right uh thank you all for joining us today actually i'm really happy to be able to play a game of this with you all um we're just going to jump right in actually um you have all been brought together by the council of babylonia which is the city the last bastion of humanity in the apocalypse 
um, you have been given a task to locate a seer who has an information to a relic that may be of great benefit to Babylonia. Um, you have been basically pushed out the gates in no time flat with very little preparation, very little knowledge. You've been given a guide who has been leading you very effectively past all manner of tragic destruction. The plains of Babylonia outside are a disaster of ruin. When the four horsemen came and went, they left the land completely destroyed and reshaped. This is earth, or it was, and now it is just a ruin. Everywhere you walk, there's destruction. There is no flat ground. There is no verdant plains. There are no livestock. There is no towns, hardly. Just little tiny groups of people you see passing on the roads there, here and there who are all just trying to eke out an existence. This is a grim and unfriendly world. You've been traveling for several days now, and your guide finally reaches the point where we just saw in the picture and turns to you and says, my work here is done, you are here, and points to a little crack in the side of the hill that you're standing on and says, this is your path from here. Um, she basically just turns and abandons you at that point and takes off into the rocks nearby. So you are left with only the choice to go in or do as you like. One of little words, she was. Shall we venture inwards? Uh, and would you like to introduce your character as since yeah. you spoke first? I would love to. Yeah, I put myself in that position, didn't I? Uh, I am playing Leto, who is a bard of the Revelation, I believe it's called. Um, they have some pretty intense abilities. Um, something that I did not include in my costume is that she has a scar that runs from her eye all the way down to her mouth. A generally dour type of person. She's shrouded in black and carrying a large book that she keeps close to her at all times. Excellent. Excellent. Uh, Josh, you want to go, you want to go next and introduce your character? Yeah. Uh, so tonight I am playing Narissa, a child of the old world. I am a fighter. Um, just, you know, typical Josh character, uh, spirit of ferocity, just gung ho, ready to slay some things. So, you know, we didn't travel all this way to sit outside this dark hole. Let's go! Excellent. Uh, Katie, I'll let you go next if you'd like. Yeah, yeah. I'm playing Cassandra, who is a hell-risen um, wormwood specter. Um, so she's kind of the mysterious haunted type. Um, and she's got a mask. I didn't have a raven one, so we're going with a double one. Um <laughs> that she keeps around with her and she's just very mysterious, pretty quiet and, and sneaky. All right. Um, and I, of course, last but not, not least in playing Zephyr. Uh, Zephyr is a, uh, he is a, a child of the old world. Uh, he is, I'm trying to remember what, what they actually call this, uh, uh, this character. Basically I'm like a descendant of, uh, of an angel. So like, you know, my, one of my, one of my uh, family members was an angel. So I'm kind of like half angel or something like that. Um, and I've got this really cool sword called the Blade of Splendor, which I can use as uh, my focus for my sorcerer spells. 
And uh, yeah, it uh, does some pretty cool things. Like when I when I uh, focus on it, it emits a golden light revealing presence of fiends in the vicinity. So that's pretty cool, I guess. Does a thing, glows, you know. And I've got this like halo around me that, that emits, you know, kind of this this light. And it's more uh, of an aura. Oh, is it? Is it? <laughs> I like to call it a halo. All right. You can call it whatever that's, you want. That's that's my angel heritage right there. Come on, don't don't be knocking it. On me, I'm right? not knocking. Jeez. Not yet, anyway. Yeah, no, no, no. I'm just kidding. Uh, but yeah, no, I'm 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 super excited to play uh, Zephyr, which is he's also a child of the old world, which is basically a person. There's child of the old world, and then there's uh, the was it some child of the new world, which is basically someone that was raised in these times or was born in these there's, times. There's people who were born during the apocalypse, people who were around before the apocalypse, and people that came back to life after the apocalypse, because part of the apocalypse was that the dead shall walk the earth again. Yeah. So we got like a Walking Dead situation going on. Yeah, less Rick Grimes though. Yeah. Excuse me, I'm very alive. <laughs> oh yeah, I'm not saying I mean, anybody no, who's no, here no, is yeah, dead no, currently. No, 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 no. You, you, when you come back to life, you are not zombie in anything. You're, you're fully alive. Uh, so yeah, so that's that's me. I'm uh, Zephyr, and uh, I'm excited to, uh, yeah, get my uh, lighty sword out. And uh, uh, you can text. hear actually uh, voices coming from within the crack in the side of the hill. Oh, so maybe not, it's a... not not really audible. Just you can hear murmurs. They and you can make that you can make out that there are actual voices. So maybe I should get my sword out and I take my sword out and I hold it and I focus in it and I focus with it and uh, yeah, it emits a golden light. And if there's any, does it let me know if there's any any uh, fiends in the vicinity? There are no fiends currently in the vicinity, oh, but now you can see a little further into the cave mouth, though, because you just lit up like a flashlight. Nice. You can actually see people moving just within inside the entry of the of the crack in the wall. Uh, they don't seem to be paying you any mind, other than someone looks at you very briefly in passing as they cross over. No one's really too excited to see you. All right. Well, I'll sheath my sword and, and walk through the crack. All right. Yeah, keep going. Inside the uh, entry of the cave is a very large chamber littered with tiny offshooting caverns and, and tunnels. Um, the moment you walk in, people do turn to right and, and see you. And um, a little older, not ancient crone looking woman shuffles forward to you and uh, looks briefly at all of you, lingering a lot on Nerissa um, before moving on. And... She kind of turns her head to one side and is all, Ah, oh, you've been you've been sent for. We've been waiting for you. You should come and see the seer. All right. Can you take us to the seer? And she does. She turns and walks away. She leads you downwards into the cavern. You go down oh, probably about 30 or 40 feet uh, in total depth. It's about, you know, a little bit of a half an hour walk kind of thing. And you come out into a very large cavern uh, and there's a very large table with a really crudely done map of the plains of Armageddon. And seated at the end of the table is a woman clutching a book, not unlike the book that Leto carries, uh, except this one looks as though it has been used to beat someone to death. It is covered in streaks of gore 
and dried blood and viscera. It is nasty looking. Um, she stands from her spot at the table as you enter the room, and the tiny old, uh, the tiny old lady, she dismisses herself and leaves the room. And uh, the the woman who uh, is the seer that you've come to see beckons you all over towards the table. Ah, oh, we've been waiting for you for some time now. I can't believe that the Babylonians sent so many people. It has been quite the journey to arrive, but it was assessed that you would need every person here. What have your visions shown you? I have seen a key. I cannot say, I cannot speak to the form, but it is a key to a sigil. And in my book, the sigils are referred to as the seals in some circumstances. This may be the key to one of the seals that was broken. And what do you hope to accomplish with such a key? The Babylonian council has asked that we retrieve this key and take it to them so that they may use it in the war between the throne and the abyss. It may be a valuable bargaining chip or something further of use when we find it. And if we do not know its form, how shall we find it? I have seen the location of where it is at. I can direct you easily to that lo- to that place. And she moves around the outside of the table a bit and starts arranging some pieces on the board for the map that she has and shows you where you are currently and where this thing is. And there's a fairly narrow channel that gets you there with very little in the way of confusion or offshoot. There's some areas where there's no detail on the map, uh, and she basically just waves over that part. Um, and she says, it is but three days from here. It should take you no time at all to, uh, to arrive there. But you should know that I have also seen the forces of the throne and the abyss both searching for this. A little competition. Nerissa will like that, I'm sure. Yes, yes. Hmm. Of course I will. (laughs) I'm standing here waiting. Why are we talking? Well, it appears we have three days more of journeys while fighting two forces to get to this mysterious key. Oh, this walking. Um, Everybody give me a... We're going to call it a survival jack, actually. (laughs) It's a d20 plus your wisdom. Modifier. Do, do, do. Uh, I got a 16. Okay. A two. Ah, oh. I got a three. <laughs> I got a 13. All right. Zephyr and Lido, you both recognize the symbol that she's drawn on the map, actually. It is for a crypt. Hmm. A crypt. Not hmm. uh, a crypt, huh? Is this Many... the crypt keeper's crypt? <laughs> no. What I have seen, though, is that it is still sealed, which speaks to something because after the apocalypse, the dead rose, which means this crypt it's never opened, sealed. which means there was never anything inside it. Perhaps my That's dark. Odd baited allies know what this crypt is about? Have you ever entered one before? 
I myself, no, I would never dare. I simply read my book and provide portents. Hmm. Zephyr, you knew this symbol of a crypt. Do you know anything further? Um, let's see here. It did say something that I knew when when I attempt to learn or recall a piece of lore. This is one of my traits. Uh, he did, uh, if he does not know the information, he often knows where or from whom it, he can obtain it. So what does that mean? So that means that I can like figure it out. You have encountered several of these crypts in your time. None of them had anything inside. Few of them had valuables. Most of them did not. All of them were weirdly placed and unusual in their location, as if something was to be done with them, but never was. All right. Interesting. So this one has not been disturbed at all. No. Hmm. That's unusual. As you know from past experience, most crypts after the apocalypse burst open, disgorging their contents, and for one not to have, is unusual for the most part in that it's just why build a crypt if you're not going to put anything in it. Mm, there must be something in there, though. Wow. Just not dead people. Just not dead people. So there's got to be something valuable if it's still locked or sealed. You would think. That makes sense. I mean... Strangely, none of the forces of the throne or the abyss have been able to locate it either. Well, it seems as if we will need your clever fingers, Cassandra, in order to access this crypt. I suppose we will learn more as we grow closer. Is there any other wisdoms that you can impart upon us before we take our leave? None that would be relevant to your cause. When you return, perhaps we could discuss your futures more. And she touches her book, uh, not too obviously, but you can see her like thumbing through papers just idly as if she's, you know, an idle tick kind of thing. I hope that your visions of blood do not haunt you. We shall leave. All right. Uh, did you anybody want to do anything else while you're here? There's really not a lot to do, but you can off if you want to. No, I, I'm just going to follow uh, Leto. All right. Uh, I'm just going to keep my sword sheathed and just look disappointed. <laughs> Great. We're, we're going to a crypt. There's nothing in it. You know, I, I had nothing to fight. I'm just like, uh, why am I here? So you give up so easily. You don't know that there's nothing in there to fight. Perhaps everyone who raised up was locked within. Mm. Very true. Cassandra, you are better than I at sensing the people around us. Did anyone seem upset by our mission? Cassandra will look around, sense... Some motive. Do they have sense motive? I assume so. Uh, there isn't really a sense motive in this game. Um, you can roll insight if you would like, though. Yeah, yeah. I will roll insight. Um, yeah. Cassandra, look around. It's a 19. Ooh. 
you can tell just from a little conversation that you've had with the seer that she is terrified of something. Uh, she is holding it in very well. Um, the nervous tick would be the only hint that she ever gave of it. She's very concerned over something to do with this key. But other than that, you can't really tell for sure. But definitely some fear in her. Um, Cassandra will put her hands behind her back and like do a respectful step back and like a everyone else come this way away from the seer. Oh, she's not really paying too much attention to oh, you anymore. Oh, she's not. Oh. No. <laughs> she still draws him away a little bit. Okay. She's worried about something within the crypt. Terrified, even. Perhaps there is more she did not share. Mm. Uh. Is this an answer for words or violence? I don't know that we need to resort to violence yet, pointed look at Narissa. <laughs> I'm just kind of leaning up against the wall like, yeah. Okay. Then I will press her for an answer, and if she gives none, we shall leave. Great plan. Stay right. here, and I will be back shortly. How would you like to <clears throat> press her for information? So I'm going to go up to the her. And I'm going to very slowly set my book of Revelation on the table and flip through a few pages. And to say, there are often times when the things that are revealed to us are beyond our knowledge. And I feel as if you have something that you are loath to say. Would you share it with one of your kind? Now I'd like to roll a persuasion. You go right ahead. Uh, all right, that's not bad. I rolled an 11, and my persuasion is a 5. 16. Yeah, 16. She looks at you briefly um, and is very interested in your book, actually. As you're flipping through pages, she's just like, ah, well, no, slow, slow, because she wants to read. <laughs> um, she sort of takes you aside, actually, on the other side of the table and leans in conspira yeah, conspiratorial. I can't say the word. She's going to speak quietly. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, there was a there was one one aspect. This key, this key to the sigil, could be the key to the seal that released war, and it is in war's domain. This is something that could turn the tide for the city of Babylonia, if you should find it. But others will be seeking this and they will be powerful i see did you foretell our deaths strangely no uh anything to do with my sight of the key revolves only around the key itself i see a sigil and i see that it is a key to something in my visions but i cannot speak to the form of it or where it's located and why did you keep this from us I did not wish to overburden anyone attempting to do the will of Babylonia with information that really changes little other than to cause worry. I understand. Luckily, my compatriots are quite strong. May we return swiftly with your key. Indeed, I would recommend haste. 
for when you remove this key, most certainly others will know of its presence. Mm. In particular, war. Upon us. I war hit it, and war can certainly sense it. Well, I hope that fate will be kind to us this day. And I... <laughs> She'll incline her head to this woman and then return to her friends. It would appear, Nerissa, that you yes. will get your fight after all. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> Once we've obtained this sacred item, all hell will break loose on us. Yes. Hasn't it already? I live for it. <laughs> Um, one thing, um, Leto, that uh, will be of advantage to you all here is Leto has knowledge of the apocalypse as one of their traits starting off. Um, Leto has an excellent geographic memory and an impeccable sense of direction and is able to recall the general layout of the landscape and settlements and other landmarks around you. So this path that she has laid out on her table, you will have no trouble following this path whatsoever. Nice. All right. Well, let's. I think we should go follow a path. What do you guys think? Yeah. Yeah. No, I think that's great. Okay. Lead, lead the way. Path of least resistance. Leto shall lead the way, of course. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, so you take the hidden paths that lead to the south. The volcanic landscape extends before you like an alien world. The path looks over expanses of black rocks and fumaroles. Those are volcanic spits, if you're not wondering. Um, they're spitting out heavy mi miasmas of, of ash and whatnot, certainly of appeal to the Wormwood Spectre. The top of the closest volcano is crowned by lava and rises majestically against the leaden sky. The path you follow snakes up between the peaks through the valleys of ash and falls of petrified lava. You are forced to rise and descend several times as the wind howls against you, bringing with it the smell of sulfur and the sound of distant eruptions. You cannot but feel small and insignificant before the majesty and power of this place. There is no more space for bandits, hunters, smugglers, only warriors. True fighters can make it through these lands, and that is all. Now, as you make it through these lands, I need everybody to make me a constitution saving throw. Difficulty 13, please. <sighs> Ooh, flat 19. Nice. Fifteen. Is that a five, Doug, or what? Twenty, twenty-two. Twenty-two. Holy cow! Uh, sorry, Nerissa. Eighteen. Okay, Cassandra. Fifteen. All right, everybody makes it easily. Basically, that's the lands. It's it's unbelievably warm and uncomfortable, and just you can barely breathe in most cases. It's you're drinking water as if it was going out of style. You're not super hungry or anything, but your supplies are being chewed into pretty effectively. You can see in the distance, um, at the end of your first trek, a cathedral of considerable size. Um, it looks to be completely destroyed. It was obviously something that was here before the apocalypse. Um, I'm going to need Leto to make me a DC 18 wisdom check, please. That's pretty high. Let's see what I got. Oh, that's definitely not going to make it. I rolled a flat four and then plus my wisdom. Yeah, it's a zero. Okay. Uh, roll me a d12 then. Two. 
on your first day, <laughs> about the around about late afternoon, you feel the ground begin to shake around you. It splits and cracks open in several directions. Rubble is falling everywhere. Enormous boulders start rolling down away from you and around you. Uh, I need each of you to make a DC 12 dexterity saving throw. Oh my gosh. Success. Success. Uh, success. Oh, Sandra. Sandra. I know. Uh, roll me 2d6, please. How far mm. off were you? I. Uh, very. I rolled a okay. six. Yeah, I rolled real high. Uh, 2d6, I rolled 10. Okay, you take 10 points of bludgeoning damage, and you are knocked prone and buried under the rubble. Not deeply, but buried. Hmm. I'm, I'm going to start uh, digging Cassandra out. Yeah, I'm going to... Yeah, I'll, I'll moving a couple of the big boulders and... All right. Uh, both of you make me strength checks, please. Okay. 18 plus 17. All right. It takes you no time at all to dig Cassandra out. She wasn't buried very deeply, just there was a few heavy boulders blocking her way from getting out on her own. Thank you. <clears throat> no problem. Are you hurt, Cassandra? Um, yes. My ribs are mm, cracked, probably. Then hold still. Mm. And uh, Lido will bow her head and say a short prayer before laying healing hands on Cassandra. And I'm going to cast okay. a, a heal spell. All right. <clears throat> um, it's just cure wounds, first level. Okay. Do. Uh, let's see here. I'm gonna one d eight plus your spellcasting modifier. Thank you. <laughs> I have every type of dice out here instead of any. Oh, there we go. All right, that's pretty good. Uh, six plus my spellcasting modifier of I believe three. Hmm, not bad. Ooh, negates almost all of it. Yep, three. Perfect. <sighs> all right. Nothing Indeed. eventful happens for the rest of the day, other than the fact that you probably need to get Cassandra some cleaning. <laughs> mm, the dirt is fine. Um, you cannot make an effective camp, actually, in this area. So while you will camp for the night, you will not gain the benefits of any sort of a long rest. So no regain hit points, no regain spells, nothing like that. Rough. It's just okay. it's yeah. far too uncomfortable <laughs> in this That's... region for you to do anything with it. Who invited this GM? Mm. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> it's the apocalypse. What were you expecting? The Howard Johnson? <laughs> At least part of one. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So the next day, uh, Lido, are you still going to lead? I will still lead the way. All right. Same as before. DC 13 wisdom, please. All right. Easy peasy. Done. All righty. The second day, absolutely nothing eventful happens. You move very quickly and easily through the lava fields and the fumaroles. It's, again, uncomfortable and hot, and nobody really wants to be here at all. Well, well perhaps yourself. Nerissa. <laughs> <laughs> Some people. I mean, it would be excellent hiding terrain for the Wormwood Spectre, that's for sure. That's <laughs> true. All right. Uh, third day. Another, another wisdom check, please. All right. Oh, that is going to be... 
I rolled an 11. Is this plus my wisdom or my survival? Uh, it is a... Actually, it's a con save. I'm sorry. I should have been making a con save the whole time. Oh, okay. I succeed a con save. All right. Nothing else happens on the third day, and you see the cathedral rising up around you. Um, you have not needed to use anything in the way of resources. Um, we'll say for the sake of time that your water and food are doing not not too badly because you haven't run into too many issues. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, that's okay, hang on. I'm just gonna move up to the third day's description here. Blah blah blah. blah. Have I ever slept well since that first night? Do I recover my spell slot? No. No. You don't, you, you don't recover anything. You you can barely, and none of you barely sleep. Mm-hmm. It's just that uncomfortable. And the constant mm-hmm. cracking of the earth and lava and bubbling like ash everywhere. It's impossible to rest comfortably at all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I would imagine, you know, with the, with the volcanoes and stuff like that, we'd be breathing that in. So it would be hard just to even talk yeah yeah it reminds me of the place i used to be that's weird and cryptic do you care to expand cassandra you've risen Hmm. from you know hell ah oh yeah how was that for you terrible painful many demons it was not fun. Doesn't and, uh, doesn't sound like that would be. No. Well, I bet Nerissa's entertained. Of that day. I was going to say, Nerissa's entertained by the story. <laughs> some of us dream of that day. To Cassandra would tell Nerissa a few, like, battles, like, random violent stories, because, you know, seems like Nerissa's jam. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. This uh, one time. I... I I'd boot Lucifer off that throne. <laughs> Confidence. All right. Um, the evening of the fourth day, uh, as you reach the, uh, the area that the cathedral is built into the side of another mountain, actually another lava mountain, um, the celestial clash between angels and demons seems to have escalated in brutality. Their collective unleashed fury lights up the heavens during the night as the two factions fight for control over the fate of the world. The angels with their white and gold wings and swords of blazing lights are trained in methodic fighters. The demons, on the other hand, are devoured by frenzy. Horns and black wings and lashing tails join their infernal weapons in a a vortex of powerful yet uncoordinated blows. The sky is lit up by lightning and explosions that otherworldly powers call to their aid in a blinding, deafening clash. None of you know what has started this particular battle. Maybe you never will. You only hear endless, glorious, angelic choirs among the clouds as the demons yell, roar, and face off against the celestial voices with their abyssal blasphemies. When you make it to the edge of the mountain, however, you hear a massive crash of thunder around you, louder than all the rest that you've heard during the night, and it stops everyone cold. A gigantic, twisted, demonic bite plummets from the sky and rends the earth where it lands in two giant gaping chasms. Everybody, let's see. You need to make a DC 15 dexterity saving throw. Oh, boy. Okay, I believe in the rogue. Ooh, 15? 18, 19. Just barely. I just barely got a 15. Same. 
I got a 10. Oh! Ouch. Yeah. Ooh. All right. Um, I will roll this for you. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, no, I don't love the laugh, but... Yeah, yeah, no, no. <laughs> basically, what happens is... This gigantic Biden, which is basically a pitchfork with only two tines, um, hits the ground. It is easily the size of a telephone pole. Um, it is massive, and you it's made out of some sort of unearthly metal. It hits the ground. The ground cracks open, and where are you guys standing? On a lava field. Oh, no. So the ground splits apart, and you can see the glow of the lava rising up, and you lose your footing and start sliding down. And you take... 11 points of fire damage on your way down. Okay. Can I rush to grab her? Uh, you can try to grab her before she hits the lava, but not before she takes the damage. Damage? Damage. Okay. Damage. Yeah. damage! I don't want her to get the... Uh, I don't want her to go any further, so... Uh, Cassandra will like help Nerissa. Um, roll me acrobatics, actually. Okay. I think I get a bonus for that. Yep. Big bonus. That 16, 17, 18, 19, 20. Oh, yeah. You leap down into the crater after slam your sword into the side, all badass-like. Reach out and grab Leto's hand before they get any further down. They're a little bit battered and bruised, but otherwise unharmed. Okay, not cooking in the lava is good. No, you're, <laughs> you're, easy, you're, you're well away from the lava. It is no longer a threat to you. You are right, Leto. <clears throat> A bit worse for wear, but it was foretold that, well, she did not see our deaths. So I believed that you would save. Um, when you get back to the edge where you fell in, um, you look up into the sky and you can see other uh, like flaming balls of wreckage and debris, weapons, armor, like gigantic chunks from the battle above you. Um, it is starting to, to land quickly. all around you. It is getting very dangerous to be out here. Um, you are near the edge of the mountain, though, and there are several little areas, nooks and crannies, holes in the side of the mountain that you could dodge into for cover, if you like. Yeah, I'd say as we're, yeah. you we should know, take cover. at a quick Absolutely. pace, we dodge into little coves and stuff like that. Take, take cover wherever we can as we're making our way across. All right. Um, I won't make you have you make any rolls for that. Um, while you are dodging about and avoiding the debris, though, you do come across a group of people who are looking out at you uh, out of the opening of one of the caves and beckoning you to come inside. They are dirty and disheveled and covered in ash, and they look to be on their last legs. Nope, cannibals. <laughs> okay. I think we could we could handle them. They're if we they're dirty. To. It's the apocalypse. People eat people. We are dirty, Nerissa. And speak as for, the saying goes. <sighs> yeah. That's yeah. natural essence right there. Um, I believe the <laughs> saying is beggars can't be choosers. <laughs> Leto just completely skips over the <laughs> sniffing of the armpit. Yeah. Does not engage. And just is like, <laughs> despite your wisdom, perhaps we should still take cover. And she's going to hurry that way. So, yeah, I'm, 
I'm gonna walk that way too. Also, I, I guess I re I didn't read my blade my blade of splendor correctly. It actually just glows whenever a fiend is within 120 feet. It does. Yes, you don't have to yeah. concentrate on it. Yeah, no, I don't have. To. I just thought it was a cool moment, so yeah. I let you go with it. Thanks, <laughs> thanks. Yeah. No. So does my blade glow at all? Not currently, no. All right. So yeah, so I'll I'll follow that Owen. All right, Cassandra uh, and Narissa, you're gonna go in as well. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna yeah. keep going forward. Okay, so Narissa waters a little bit ahead. Um, when you guys are inside the cave, um, Zephyr, Zephyr, roll me a d10. 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 There it is, right there. Four. All right. Um, everyone in this cave looks absolutely starved. They're all just looking at you with gigantic, hopeful eyes, um, hands outstretched. Some of them are even just like, food, food, share. We, we're so tired. We're so hungry. I don't think I have any food on me. Do I? Doesn't uh, say anything what, on my... What does your character sheet say? Doesn't say anything on my equipment. So, I don't see any Yeah, you do not have any food on you. I just checked. No. <laughs> So, yeah, I'm, uh, yeah, so I, I'll be like, uh, sorry, I, I have nothing to, to, to give you. I, I apologize. Would anybody else like to check and see if they have any food or well, except for, uh, Marissa, obviously. <laughs> no, Cassandra's going to look at him and be like, we are not the saviors that you were looking for. Stop begging. It will do you no good here. Leto? I have no food on my inventory. Okay. All right. So they all look completely crestfallen and heartbroken, but they understand. And they all, they slowly just, you know, like back away into the cave further. Um, are you going to stay with them? The noise and whatnot, the thunder and the falling of debris and whatnot is starting to abate outside. We should probably go get Narissa. Hmm. Probably. Um, before we do, how long have you all been here? Lita will address the people hiding in this cave. Almost, almost five days now. We ran out of food and water three days ago. That is horrible. Um, if I had something to give, I will, but all I have are words. You must fight, struggle, survive. If there will not be food and water that walks to you, you must go to it. Roll me performance. I shall. Oh, that's really good. Okay, hang on, hang on. What's my bonus to perform? Doo, doo, doo. A plus five? Five plus 18, 23. Wow. Your words strike a chord in these people and all of them, you can see them standing up. They're more confident. They look more enthused. They look more courageous even. Um, and while it won't matter to you guys, um, it qualifies for inspiration for them. So <laughs> anything that they try to do in the next, uh, next little while is going to be inspired. But they all take heart in your words and they nod and they're all like, thank you. Thank you so much. It, it's, it means so much that someone actually cares. Hmm. Go. 
find your peace. Um, while they are all shuffling around past you, one of them, one of them approaches and says, "There's a way out the back. If you'd like to go further, if you're trying to go to the mountain, there's an easier way." And they point down oh. into the cave a little bit, and you can see um, now that you're paying attention to it, you can see um, the light uh, shining out from a entry about probably sixty feet further into the cave. Thank you. You do not know what you have done for the future. Insight check this uh, statement that's so of course totally you can. true. That uh, is a 16. It is definitely authentic. Oh, nice. Okay. Authentic is good. Um, now the issue is Nerissa has wandered off. <laughs> yeah, like, this oh, is what I'm happens okay. with Nerissa. Everything's fine. I will go find Nerissa. You should do that, and while you do, I will pray and heal myself. Mm. Okay. Cassandra yeah, waves off the praying, and <laughs> <laughs> I'll go. Uh, I'll, I'll go with Cassandra to go get Narissa. Because, yeah. All right. Um, you weren't running or anything, are you, Narissa? You're just making your way uh, like you were no. before. Yeah. Yeah. Same. Same okay. way. All right. So Nerissa hasn't gotten remarkably far. You were only in the cave for a few minutes speaking to these people. You can see them in the distance. Zephyr? Yes? Do not pull your sword out at this moment. We do not need to be a beacon for anything around us. (laughs) (laughs) And she's gonna, like, start striding forward. Sword away. Good Good call. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Are you trying to be stealthy uh, in this instance, or...? You know, yes, I am. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, <laughs> sneaky. Yeah. Uh, roll me stealth, actually. From both of us? Uh, and you as well, Xaver. Okay. That is an... Five, 18. Okay. Uh, mine is a 15. Fair enough. You both creep pretty effectively through the ruins, dodging the occasional rock tumble and stuff like that, but you catch up to Nerissa fairly quickly. Uh, roll me a perception check, Nerissa. Sure. Perception. Okay. Uh, 11. You do not notice them coming. Great. So you two... You two arrive on Nerissa's six very quietly. Can can I, if Nerissa's like near some stone, can I just like throw a dagger right by Nerissa's head to just... Sure. Yeah, yeah. that's how I get Nerissa's attention. I love it. You're more than talented enough with daggers. That's not even a roll. You, you, that's just cool. So we'll we'll allow that to happen. That's, so a, that's how I get Nerissa's attention. So a dagger goes zipping past, uh, zipping past a clink into the to some dirt a uh, little bit ahead of you i spin around and uh as my sword's coming down i stop cassandra doesn't even flinch you should be listening better than what you are badass <laughs> <laughs> oh well you got the jump on me this time. Hmm. Maybe we'll listen better next time. Where, Back in the cave. Back in the cave. Um, there is, from what we are told by the people in there, 
a better way to get where we were going. Wait, so you left Leto in there by herself? Leto is safe. You're returning now. You were the one who wandered ahead. Wandered ahead? I'm trying to get to the thing where we're going, and, you know, there's this great show up here going on. God, I just want to be a part of it. Yes, well, that is not for us. Cassandra will go pick up her dagger. We need to go back this way and, you know, pay attention this time and we won't Well, die. yeah, we got to go save Leto from them or Leto from the uh, from all the cannibals that you left her with. I, they are not cannibals. Yeah, you get hungry enough, you'll eat whatever's laying around. Cassandra just rolls her eyes and starts stealthing back. Yeah, I, I'll start. Uh, <laughs> yeah. As soon as that conversation started, I'm just like, I'm, yeah, I turn around. Xavier's probably like, back. no. <laughs> what is this? Like, what, why are we even going back for, for this person? <laughs> all right, so you're all heading back? Yes. Yeah, at a, at a bit faster pace, because I'm, I'm actually genuinely concerned that these are cannibals and that they're gonna trick okay and eat my friend <laughs> okay so nerissa jogs past zafer and cassandra who are being careful and arrives at the cave mouth a little bit earlier than anyone and leto is sitting calmly surrounded by the people who are absolutely enamored of them right now um and uh did you do your healing leto i did I okay. rolled and I'm up to a total of 25 out of 27. Nice. Okay. Nice. So they're all they're all they're all just um, sitting there and listening to whatever Leto was doing because they're absolutely fascinated. Uh, when you arrive in the cave mouth, Nerissa, with, uh, I'm assuming you still have your sword out. Oh yeah. <laughs> As if uh, prepared to kill a cannibal or two. <laughs> absolutely. So they all they all scatter away from Leto as soon as you come barging into the cave mouth. But other than that, they just, you know, they're just like, holy, oh my, ah, wah, no. Okay. Be at peace. Peace? Are you okay? Did they bite you? Are you scratched? Are you hurt? Grace has dictated that I am not hurt by these lost souls. Wait, who's Grace? Did Grace bite you? Nerissa, you never fail to bring a Which smile to Which one of you are Grace? They're, they're all cowering while you're waving your sword around. Oh my. These we are come all back now. Yeah, yeah, you two arrive in the cave most shortly thereafter to see Nerissa brandishing a weapon, yelling for someone named Grace. Cassandra looks at Zephyr. Why? I... <laughs> Why is this person the way they are? <laughs> and, and seeing the all of them cower and back away i'm just gonna I be kind like... of call i stand up and i go oh but i'm i'm still in the back of my mind i'm going they're still cannibals i don't care what they say <laughs> i'm not i'm not i'm not sleeping next to these people uh-uh so i'm gonna be very leery of anyone that's not within our group Okay, that's fair. What are the rest of you going to do? I'm going to uh, join uh, Leto and uh, be like, and, and ask them if they are all set and if uh, we can 
proceed out the back of this tunnel. I believe that I am, though I must warn you, my well of spells is already drawing low. I do not think we will get a rest before we continue, but perhaps we could take a short breath if that would be of benefit to anyone else. You are and more than able to take a short rest in here if you would like. Do you guys need one? Uh, I don't need one, but I don't okay. know if anybody else needs one. Okay. I can do a uh, a song of rest on a short rest and re like everyone can regain 1d6, I believe it is, of healing. But if we don't need that yet, we can save it and move on. Yeah, let's let's save it and let's move save on. It. If you okay. are all good then, then let's continue. We best. Nerissa's bound to jump off someplace else, try to get herself killed, and then we'll have to save it. Yes. So. Hmm. All right. So you're gonna head out the back then? Yeah. Yeah. Let's I think do it. So. yeah it seems like it's a easier way. All right. Um, emerging back out of the cave, you step out into the dark and silent sky above on the other side of this small phantom mountain. A cloud front, the color of ruby and rust, is moving in from afar. This is known to you all. It is a storm of blood, as a lot of the water and the lakes and the rivers turn to blood during the apocalypse. One of the many unnatural phenomena taking place in the lands of Armageddon, the air saturates with the scent of iron, familiar and nauseating. It takes a few seconds for the gray and black ground to be washed by a rain of blood, raising even more nauseating vapors and fumes as it meets the lava. It is hard to see through, though it does not last for very long. Just as it appeared, the storm moves away. What it leaves behind is a soaked landscape shrouded by a mist of unnatural color. And in the near distance, you can see six goat demons coming towards the cave entry that you've just emerged from. They seem to be intent on you and the cave itself. So I'm going to get everybody to roll initiative. Oh, oh, those, those are, are beautiful. They're cute. <laughs> I want to pet. Okay. If we scare them, do they like stiffen up and like fall over? <laughs> you can try. <laughs> you can certainly try. All right, all right. <laughs> oh, sure. The one time that I don't roll well is the uh, initiative. That's how it goes. 16. Uh, okay. I have nine. Okay. Um, I have 14. 11. Oh, Katie, our timing is too similar for us to be it's, on the same games. I know. <laughs> we should stop good. that. <laughs> okay, so 16, 9, 11, and what did you get, Katie? Uh, 14. 14? Mm -hmm. All right. And the goat demons are definitely going last. All right. Nerissa, you are first. All right. They are about 40 uh, feet away from you. Okay. I will go ahead and... They're 40 feet away. Hmm. I will pull out my crossbow and shoot. Okay. Nineteen. That is a hit. Okay. Find my eight, six, seven, eight points of damage. 
All right. The crossbow bolt chunks into the thing's shoulder and it just rears back and they've seen you in full now. They see that you have weapons and they all start to just howl and weird goatish noises like. Ah! <laughs> That's awesome. And it impresses them to move even faster. And that takes us to Cassandra. Mm-hmm. Sandra Potter Sherpa. Okay. And fire. Be careful, aim. Maybe. How's a how's a sixteen? That's a hit. Are you shooting in a new one or the one that uh, uh, Nerissa shot? I'm gonna land it. The one that Nerissa. Better to just focus on one at a time. Um, <laughs> seven damage. Alrighty. It staggers and stumbles a little bit. The arrow sticking out of its lower gut just clutches its gut, but it seems more angry than anything else. And weirdly, it leaps upon a rock face near ne- next to it and clings perfectly well. Its tiny little goat hooves are more than capable of carrying it along walls. It's a hard pass for me, Jason. Of course. What? Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's so scary. Well, it's they're goats. It's so scary. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's and that takes us to you, Leto. <laughs> um, I think that Leto will draw a sharp breath at this horrific figure, and uh, they'll be like, "You must gird yourself not only with iron and wood, but with bravery. Stand strong against this evil." I'm doing bardic inspiration as a bonus action. All right. Everybody gets 1d6 inspiration. And then I will, as my final action, pull out a short bow. Okay. And that is the end of Leto's turn. We go to Zephyr. Um, I'm going to... Uh, so there's one that's hanging up on the on the rocks up above? Like yeah. away from everyone? They're all about 40 feet away. One of them is just split off. It's all about 10 feet apart from the other ones. Um, I want to cast Firebolt at it. Okay. And uh, so that's what I'm going to do. And make maybe I'll make it like fall down off the the side of the cliff. Is it? It's, it's on a cliff, you said. Uh, it's like clinging to the side of a wall. It's yeah. about like eight eight feet off the ground. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna try to knock it off of there and maybe okay. do some damage to it. Uh, that is a twelve. That does not hit. So it impacts the stone nearby and just blows a chunk off the rock and sizzles. The goat's just like, Bah-h-h-h-h-h. what is it like again? <laughs> Somebody please. That's art. That. That's art. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So the goats go next. Uh, they all rush forward towards you. They don't have the movement to make it to you in one round, but they're now about 15 feet away. So they're going to rush forward again and arrive at your doorstep, but they are unable to do anything when they arrive. The wounded one is going to hang back a little bit. Uh, it's going to get in behind its goatly friend, goatly brethren, I guess. And all of them are just like, just a, it's just a cacophony of just, ah, 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 like you can't hear a thing. <laughs> and that takes us back to Nerissa. Okay. Uh, I'm going to switch to my sword. Okay. And swing with that. Sixteen, seventeen, eighteen. To hit or damage? To hit. Uh, to hit. 
Okay, you definitely hit it. Are you going to try and shoulder yeah. your way through the line to get to the other one? Or are you going to pick a new one? I think I'll, I'll pick a new one. Okay. Uh, whatever, whatever's closest. You know, that one's damage. I'll let yep, them no have worries. it. Yep. Let's see. So that's 9, 10, 11, 12 points of damage. All right. It looks viciously wounded. There's a great big gash because you've seen Nerissa's sword. It is a brutal thing. It just opens it up from shoulder all the way across its rib cage. And it's just, you see this weird blackish green blood pouring out of its chest. And it's like, ah, 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 ah. What, what was it like again? I'm not making that noise again, Doug. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to happen enough in this fight. Don't you worry. <laughs> You're going to make a sound bite of that, right, Doug? Oh, oh definitely. definitely. <laughs> All right. Uh, that's it for Nerissa? Uh, yeah. I'm going to okay. stand my ground. and. All right, Cassandra, you have many goats to choose from, including another wounded one. So many goats. So they're, they're like right here. They are basically in melee range with you now, yes. Okay. Um, Cassandra's gonna smirk at the one that Nerissa just laid open and like do it so easy. And she's gonna kind of do like a tumble around, um, drop her shirt bow and grab her rapier, and she's gonna attack the one that's laid open. Sure. Um, with a 17. Yeah, that's a hit. And I think that will do sneak attack too. Okay. We're within range. You are within range, and you are definitely flanking with other friends. So, yes. So sneak attack. she's going to take advantage of that. And she's just going to um, lodge her rapier up into this wound um, eight, and do 15 damage. All right. It lances up through the wound and it literally skewers all the way through the goat, pops out the back. And it just, you can see it's, it's crazy long tongue, just like shivers into stiffness for a second. It goes, ah, ah, ah and collapses forward onto you. Doesn't bear you down to the ground, but it is dead. It is completely dead. And it's not bleeding all over you too, by the way. Not that it's causing you any damage, but it's gross. This is this is disgusting. She like kind of rolls to the side so the thing rolls off of her. Gross. Lucky. <laughs> Sandra right. just like does a twirl with a rapier <laughs> leto it's your turn um oh yeah oh. go ahead no sorry we swapped characters for one second yeah uh <laughs> so leto is going to take a step backwards so that okay. she's not on the front line of this mm -hmm. short bow and then i'm going to take a shot at the one that was hurt already okay when you take a step back that's technically disengaging so he's going to get okay. a swing at you Sounds good. Uh, what's your armor class? What a good question. Um, I'm pretty sure it's like 80, but I'll double check just 80. for you. Wow. Uh, yeah. Is that 80 That's minus impressive. like 76? It, it was the number that you missed. No, it's a 14. <laughs> and, uh, actually, it does miss. It <laughs> lunges forward and it just swings past you with its horns. It looks like it would have probably done a significant amount of damage to you if you had actually hit, because their their horns are like that thick around, like huge. Okay. But it misses you, so go ahead and take your attack. Ooh, that's not very good. 
I rolled a six plus my attack with the short bow of five. That's 11. I think I'm going to use my bardic inspiration. Okay. Roll your d6. I rolled a five. Excellent. You hit. Amazing. Let's do some damage. All right. It looks like I do a d6 plus three with my bow. I rolled another Mm -hmm. five. So eight damage. All right, then. It it reels from the blow, and I'm not making that noise again right now because I don't want you to get bored of it. Uh, but it, it reels never, backwards. Jason. It's it's like stuck. The arrow's like lodged in its hip because it lunged at you, and then you step back and shot at it, and it like clutches its side for a second, and it's just like ah. And uh, that is going to take us to Zephyr. So there's three still remaining. Uh, there are five still remaining. Actually, there's five remaining. Okay. Nice try. Um, <laughs> and are they all fairly close? They're like right up front to us, right? They're all pretty much in melee in melee range. Yeah, they can swing at you with melee weapons now. Okay. So can I do... I'm wondering if I could do Thunder Wave and push them all back. Um, like, You would it, have to... Does... Well, Thunder Wave works in a cube. So it's basically a 15-foot cube starting on you. So you're in the middle... And it goes out basically seven or like six, seven oh, feet on yeah, either I side gotcha. of you. I gotcha. And then it goes f- forward. So gotcha. you could do it. Um, but but I'm going to say that probably Cassandra, uh, well, actually, all three of all three of you guys would have to make a save as well. Just okay. to dodge it, not to not. Yeah, to no, no, I don't want to do that. I'll just, okay. I'll just use my blade of splendor. I'll take my blade okay. out, which I'm, I'm assuming is, is glowing at this point. Oh yes, it is very much. It's just like a neon sign at mm-hmm. this point, and I'm yep. just, just gonna start, you know, slashing Wade into him. Yeah. Ugh. Well, that didn't sound a, encouraging. That's a six. That is not a hit, Doug. That is not. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so now we go to the goats. All right, so the one that uh, Zafir just took a swing at is going to lunge forward and try to headbutt him. And that is definitely a hit. And that is going to do, let's see, D6 plus two. That's going to do seven points of damage. And then it is going to try and bite you while it's clawing at you, but that's a miss. That's that's and, me. Yeah, that's you. All right. So that one missed you. Um, the one that just got shot with the arrow is going to take a swing at Leto and miss, and it's going to try and bite, and that is a hit. It's biting me. I thought yes, I was far it is enough biting back. you. Oh, it lunged forward. You're oh, not back forward. enough out okay. of melee. It can it can move and attack. Fair enough. Yeah. That so makes that's going to do five points of damage from a bite. Oh. Okay. And it is. A very slobbery bite. Of course it's not, it is. And you can see... Um, what, what are you wearing for armor, Leto? Leather armor and then dark drapes on top okay. of that. You can see the leather is starting to smolder where the bite and the slobber is. It's literally starting to pit and eat away at the armor. Um, and it's going to do an extra one point of acid damage. Ooh, I have something about acid damage. Do you? Um, I'm resistant to acid damage. You are, yes. So that's going to negate it. Cool. Because resistance is halved. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, okay, next goat demon is going to take a swing at Nerissa and miss, and then it's going to try and bite you. Uh, what's Nerissa's armor class? Nerissa's armor class is... Also 80. <laughs> <laughs> Impressive. 15. That is a miss as well. 
All right, and let's see. We got one more. The one, the wounded one that was in the back that uh, that hung back, is going to try and take a swing, and misses. And it's going to step forward into the line, and then it is going to explode. That seems what? rude. Uh, <laughs> it's an ability they have called heinous immolation. Yeah, so we have man. Wait a minute. Okay. So so they're exploding acid demon goats basically yes <laughs> okay i'm gonna I need let's see where are we in it's the line? apocalypse man yeah i'm yeah. gonna need uh, cassandra and zephyr to both make me a dexterity 12 saving throw that's that's easy so easy. kitty you that's... don't say that before you roll that's, i yeah. it's too late 21 oh okay. so easy you make it yeah i made it you made it? Okay. Yep. This It explodes and sprays guts and ichor everywhere. And wherever it hits, the same sizzling that's coming from Leto's armor. It's just, just smoke starts rising off the ground. And this is even more gross because you just had a blood rain. So it's mixing with blood. So it smells mm. absolutely disgusting. Like it's almost... Yeah, and the well, Nerissa is going to waft it yeah, in. Yeah, but... <laughs> <laughs> but this is like, if you were going to lose your lunch, now's the time. Mm. Um, and that is it for the goats. So we will go back to Nerissa. Yeah, I'm going to stab the one that uh, tried to bite me. Woohoo! Nat 20. Oh, okay. points of damage okay i'm um, not to steal a line from another famous show but how do you want to do this <laughs> oh i want to come up between uh the goat man's legs and rip it right up oh like right in half yeah okay okay yeah the goat's eyes go wide and the blade just <laughs> you've uh, can you put uh Nurse's picture up on the screen yeah. <laughs> see that it's that serrated edge Ooh. Nurse yeah. is just sawing back and forth up through this goat demon from stem to stern, as it were. And you can see it's just like shuddering. It's like, ah, 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 and it falls in half, perfectly bisected. There's yes. uh, acid sizzling away on Nurse's blade, but not, it doesn't do it any damage. And the thing is definitely dead. <laughs> I would hope so after that. All right. Now, after that disgusting interlude, Cassandra. Uh, Cassandra wiping gore off of herself peers around at Nerissa. Lucky hit. Um, <laughs> and then let's see how many. Okay, we have five left now. Two there left? are four left now. Four left. Okay. One blew up, um, and the other one got split in half. I'm just gonna, you know, um, hit one with my rapier. A new one? I don't, yeah, a new one. None of the okay. other ones have been damaged. So we're gonna go for a new one. Well, there, well there's still two damaged. Hmm. Never mind. I'm gonna go for one of the damaged ones. Okay. The um, uh the one that was initially hit with the uh crossbow bolt actually is in oh, right oh, now. Oh, because yeah, it's going after Leto. I'm gonna mm. yeah run around to flank that one to try to okay. just get that off of Leto with sure. a 18. That is it. Okay. Oh, 11, 15, 18 damage. That is one dead goat. How do you want it to die? Uh, so seeing this goat still on Leto, uh, Cassandra takes off and 
kites around and then she does this little like leap up and then the rapier just goes right through the skull and she just lands on top of the falling goat. <laughs> it doesn't even have a chance to make a noise. It's just like its eyes go wide in surprise and it's just oh, oh fault. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That is it for Cassandra. We're on to Leto now. There is one more that's been hurt, right? And then there is another... one more that is injured now, yes. Okay. And two fresh. Uh, I think for their action, Leto's head is going to like snap up to the sky and bloody tears well in their eyes before the their gaze snaps to the hurt one and their voice deepens and grows intoned as uh, they invoke this creature's destiny and they say, it is your fate to die today. And I'm going to use my cool ability, uh, Inflicted Destiny. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I believe I'm going to be doing a D. They have to make a save. Yep, it's a wisdom my... save, yes. It is a constitution save. Oh, is it a constitution? I'm sorry. I think so. Hang on, let me do No, target must excuse a wisdom saving throw. I have to do a constitution. Okay, what is your spell save DC? It should say on your sheet there somewhere. It says a 13. All right, let's see if they save. <laughs> nope. <laughs> no. Yay! Uh -huh. All right. Uh, so I believe this is a D6 plus three. Uh, so five damage. Okay. And then I have to succeed my saving throw or take a level of exhaustion. Yes, you do. And this is eight, a DC plus eight plus my proficiency Proficiency bonus, bonus constitution saving throw, yep. All right. So probably like an 11. Oh, I rolled a nat 20. Oh, oh. <laughs> you shrug it off as if it was not even an issue. Yeah, not a problem. That was cool. Uh, and then I think for I don't have any that are engaged with me right now, correct? Uh, no, not currently. Well, uh, this one you have its specific attention right now because it is just like you can see you cannot. It almost looks like it sort of took some sort of internal damage, like something just went mm -hmm. pop inside and it just went <laughs> for a half a second. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna back up away from it. Okay. That seems wise. <laughs> Safer. Um, I'm wondering if I have one like right in front of me. That, you have that... well. There's one like they're it, oh, they were arrayed in a line before you slaughtered half of them. But um, there there's like one like five feet to your right, one five feet to your left, and the one that's uh, facing off with Leto right now. Okay, so maybe it is a good time to do some Thunder Wave. And, uh, you definitely can without risking any sort of uh, right. injury yeah. now. Yeah, yeah, I think that's what I'm going to do. Let's see if this works. Oh, I have to make 12. a save on that, right? I have to make a con save or something? Do you have to make a con save? Uh, I believe so. Okay. Let me just make that real quick here. They failed their con save. Okay. And that's what, 2d8 damage? It is... Uh, 2D, yeah, 2D8 damage. Okay, roll your damage. That's an 8. That's a 1. So 9 oh, damage. min-max. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. So you clap your hands together and cast your spell, and a thunderous crash happens, and these two goats just go tumbling away from you 10 feet. So they're now 15 feet away from everybody. Nice. 
And that is it for Zephyr. That means it's the goat's turn. Now, does Thunderwave knock them prone? Let me make sure. Uh, I think it does. Mm, push away, Skuslave. Uh, no, it just says 10 feet away. So, okay, they're still standing. Oh. All right. All right. So the two that you pushed away are going to rush at you. They're going to use their ram attack. Not not like the, the car company, but just a ram attack. <laughs> All right. There you go. That's a miss. What's your armor class, Safer? Six, 16. Okay. Uh, this plus four is 14. Okay. So the two of them come rushing towards you. One of them manages to clip you. And let's see. It does five points of damage to you. And you have to okay. make a DC 13 strength save for me. Uh, that is a 14. All right. So, yeah. You get staggered backwards, but you don't fall. That's what happens if you don't. You get knocked prone. And uh, that is it for them, because they can only do that one action on their round. And the other wounded one that's in front of Leto, who is trying to figure out what the heck you just did to it, and didn't like you questioning its destiny. Thank you very much. Yeah. It leans in, tries to bite you. And misses wildly, and then it tries with its claws. Oh, that's a hit, though. And that will do... Oh, that's nine points of damage. Ouch. Now, this is the one that I moved away from, right? Yes. Not far enough to disengage, but far enough that it could do anything to you that round. Got it. But it is now back in melee with you. You said nine? Nine points. Yeah, that's a rough bite. So is there only three left? There's three left, yeah. And the acid damage did nothing again because I rolled poorly. And that takes us back to Nerissa. Okay. Uh, Let me go help Zephyr. (laughs) Zephyr approves. (laughs) He's like, bring it. All right. 19. That is a hit. Sixteen points of damage. How do you want that one to die? I would like to decapitate it. Oh, okay. Zephyr's <laughs> <laughs> well, sword just cleanly slices right through the neck. <laughs> I, I figured it was fitting because it used its head to butt him. So now, nice. Oh, it, mm-hmm. Yeah, you know what I mean. I approve. Like, I approve. <laughs> cannot butt something if it doesn't have a head. Exactly. All right, uh, Cassandra, you have two remaining: one in front of Leto and one in front of Zephyr. Yeah, I'm gonna go help Leto again. You have to stop making them angry. <laughs> um, and she's definitely not trying to outcool Nerissa at all because that's not a thing. <laughs> it's not a competition. It's not. It's not a competition. Um, that's an eleven. I still have Bardic Inspiration, right? You do. You may use it if you like. I'm gonna use it because that's definitely. Oh, that's better. So I had an thirteen. So now it's a nineteen. That's a hit. Good damage here. 10, 16, 19 damage on this one. Oh, how do you want that one to die? So she tells Leto that they should stop making these things angry. And then it comes in and it comes up behind this one and just 
slits its throat. Doesn't decapitate, but it's definitely a quick <laughs> slit across the throat and a like wipe on the pants afterwards. Oh. Okay, so you slit its throat and the blood just comes spraying out and it lands like inches from Leto's feet and it's sizzling away on the rocks. And when you wipe it off on your pants, you remember that their blood is acidic. <laughs> At least you didn't lick the blade. Yeah. Uh, that would have been that weird. That would have probably made it difficult to swallow for a few days. <laughs> but yeah, it crumples to the ground just like completely lifeless. Just And you have one remaining and it is now Leto's turn. The one in front of you is dead, but the one in front of Zafer is very much alive. Okay. I'm going to shoot it with my short bow. Okay. Which I still have in my hands. Uh, let's see. I rolled an 11 plus my short bow bonus. Come on. Uh, of five. 16. That's a hit. D6 plus three damage. We've got six damage incoming. So total? Okay, cool. Yeah, I'm not a very good fighter, unfortunately. <laughs> <laughs> You're a wordsman smith. I'm a, yes, I'm a wordsmith. And then I'm going to, again, retreat, hopefully far enough where it's not going to come after me, and just gripping the the place where I was slashed with the claws, just okay. bleeding pretty profusely. Give up, Cassandra. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Safer, it's your turn. You have one left. It is standing in front of you, very wounded now, with an arrow sticking out of its torso. I'm going to take my glowing um, blade of splendor. Uh, Splenda, that's a totally different thing. Mm, that's, a, that's a sweetener. Yeah. And I'm going to try to uh, like charge and pierce its heart. Okay. That's what I'm going to Roll try. me a hit. That is a 20. Okay. Roll me some damage. All right. So it's, uh, what is it? Uh, 1d6 plus 3. So it's 2. So that's five damage normally did you double the dice roll uh, i did not yet so that's was that that's four four plus three that's seven how did you wait what did you roll on the dice i roll a two. Oh, oh i'm sorry i was expecting more yeah so was i <laughs> okay <laughs> <laughs> That awkward Jason. Thanks, I'm, thanks, sorry. Jason. I'm sorry. He rolled thanks, a 20. Jason. I was expecting glorious death for the goat oh, man. I was, I was hoping too. Um, okay, so you lunge forward and you ram your... Uh, oh, sorry. I used ram in a goat thing. Sorry. Um, you ram your sword into its chest and it pierces like a quarter of an inch and you realize I'm a sorcerer, not a fighter. <laughs> so your sword is like literally it's right there it's right where its heart should be and you're just like eh, eh, it won't go in <laughs> it is still alive unfortunately <laughs> dang it all right and now it is the goat's turn so it looks you in the eye and it's all and you can see it start to swell and it explodes with its uh, heinous immolation so you have to make me a DC 12 saving throw. That is a 13. You make the save. So you are only going to take three points of acid damage as it just bursts like a ripe balloon. I have the right. worst mental image of this. Just like it just <laughs> swelling horrifically, the eyes getting huge. Yeah, it's basically just, what it does. Yep. Yeah. It just like, 
<laughs> I don't like the apocalypse. Just <laughs> you throw know? that out there. All right, and that is the end of the monsters and the combat. And you hear a cheer or up from behind you as the uh, the uh, scavenger folks in in the cave are looking out of the cave mouth, and they're all like, "Yeah!" I'd like to take one of the horns, a uh, set of horns, as a souvenir. Um, okay, that'll take you a few minutes to carve off of there in a gruesome fashion, but it can time. be done. Should we take a short rest? I could use that song of rest now. Uh, yeah, I should. Uh, yeah, I definitely need. Sure, I go ahead, time. guys. <laughs> like, Sandra's gonna like observe Narissa over here. It's yeah. Okay. Now, if um, I'm yeah, correct, I do one d six of healing to anybody who hears my performance. You bet. Is it plus my charisma at all or no? I believe it is actually. Okay. I rolled max. Nice. That means a total of uh, nine for everybody. Nine points of healing for everyone. Which nice. Was super clutch. And that is from the song of rest, and that uh, does not negate the short rest as well. So you can all roll um, your hit dice if you would like, like one of your own hit dice. So for uh, each class, you all have your own separate hit die. You yeah. can roll one oh, of those yeah. if you like to regain any other lost hit points you have. I think I will. All right. Is anyone still wounded after that? Uh, I still have three. I have three hit points that I'm down. You're down three. Okay. Lido. I am full health. All right. All right. Your short rest ends and the crowd in the cave is all exuberant and thrilled with you. They, they, they've completely forgotten that they're hungry and starving at this point. They're all excited. Um, one of them does approach Leto and asks if the way back might be safe. They would like to get the heck out of here. <clears throat> yes. Get out while you can. They do not dally at all. They gather what meager possessions they have and flee out the entrance of the cave uh, in the opposite direction, the back the way you guys entered leaving you to your own devices. So you may do what you will at the moment. You can see the cathedral in the distance now. It's getting closer. We are close, my friends. Rally yourselves for the final push inward. Oh, I'm ready. I'm feeling it. I'm just peacocking it down the way. <laughs> <laughs> this is what Nerissa came for. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so you're going to head out? Yeah, let's head. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Right. How, how was everyone's health again? Just to double check. I'm just down oh. three hit points. Three? Okay, cool. Cool, 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 cool. Tis but a scratch. But a scratch. All right. At the center of the valley that you are approaching is an ancient settlement of the old world. Completely ruined, of which no one remembers the name. It sits atop a blackened tuff of hillock, which is a small hill. I don't know why they call it a hillock. This city once was surrounded by fortified walls and stone houses with their red terracotta roofs dotted all up the hillside. Even at this distance, the cathedral towers over their other raised buildings and must have been one of the landmarks of the city with its facade of white and dark stone proudly rising in the main square. Today, the cathedral is the sole recognizable structure amidst a mound of ruin and debris. Where there is a church, there will be a crypt. 
a holy place to lay people to rest. Uh, give me a perception check, Leto. Uh, Leto. Okay, I rolled a 12 plus my perception of 2, 14. All right. You can see in one of the upper windows of the cathedral a symbol similar to that which was list, uh, placed on the uh, map in the Sears chamber back in the mountain. Mm. Zephyr, do you see that up in the window? I do see that, yes. Then my eyes do not betray me. I believe that is where we must go. Um, as you finish that statement, you see in the distance, quite far away from you, barely visible, um, another group of goat demons rushing around in the rubble. They don't notice you at all. They have no interest in you. They're scrabbling around, digging and overturning rocks and debris and whatever they can find. And then they scurry out of sight. What, what did they sound like, though? They're probably you can't hear them from here, Doug. No. It, but they, it might have sounded like in the distance. <laughs> He's going to make me do that in every actual play now. Mm-hmm. There's going to be a goat of some sort. <laughs> Cassandra, yes. it appears that stealth will be of true essence. Can you lead us safely? I believe that that is something that I would be able to do. You can certainly try. I, I'm gonna. I'm gonna try. Okay. <laughs> With you in the lead, it will be a difficulty 14 stealth check for the entire group. No one else needs to make the check. You can roll it with advantage as well. That's just, that's beautiful. Here we go. First roll. Well, the first one was a nat 20. So, no. <laughs> yeah. All right. Um, you easily navigate the ruins, uh, making it look as if you've been here dozens of times before. You're, you're, the goat demons come by again, and you, you're already hidden. They walk right past you. They don't even notice anything is amiss. Um, and you approach the exterior of the cathedral once all is clear. Uh, the cathedral's facade is made of white and black stone, with some remnants of white marble decorations, golden mosaics, and stone sculptures. The upper part is adorned with an imposing circular stained glass, partly smashed, uh, and it has shov- uh, several sharp spires. That is where you saw the symbol, Leto. Uh, the main entrance features a bronze door among the rubble, framed by four pillars bearing bas reliefs of sacred icons. The building is still majestic in its own way, though clearly a shadow of its former glory, and it has barely withstood the opening of the Seven Seals. This is something that is locked we need to get into, yes? You can approach the door if you like. I'm going to sneakily approach the door. Oh, sure. You, you easily, you make it right up to the door if you like. Oh, yeah. With, with that stealth check, I'm not questioning that at all. Good. I am the knight and I'm at the door. Yes, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, Is the door locked? <laughs> the door is actually not locked, strangely enough. It looks as though you can, from the looks of all the hoof tracks you've seen, the, the goat men have already been in the cathedral uh, and have discounted it at this point. Okay. But once you get inside, though, all of you are immediately struck with the weight of the throne it just you can feel it it's not physically painful but you can feel it it's like you know like a pressure change or something like that you can feel it in your chest a bit and you know that that's what it is it's the presence of vast power somewhere oh do you do you all feel that my heart quakes my step falters but we must press on steady those nerves 
Um, you do hear the goat men returning in the distance. We got to move quickly. I don't actually hear the goat men returning. Yeah, I, I don't hear them at all. <laughs> I've. I'm, I'm listening. I don't. Do I? I don't. <laughs> I hate you all. <laughs> I think we're safe. I did not hear any goat I, men. I didn't hear any goat <laughs> men right. either. All right. While you're inside looking around, being all struck by awe, you can hear approaching closely in the uh, and you can hear the clatter of hooves. You hear. <laughs> I'm going to kill you guys with goats. <laughs> I'll just be standing Probably. there over your body going. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were going to do the clip clop of their hooves, but no. Oh, yeah. Uh, no. I, I, I was wondering that. For, yeah. If I had some coconuts, I would happily do it, but I don't have any coconuts. I totally thought that that was what we were going to hear. I didn't. Oh, I, I can't believe that you did the goat bang. You didn't have to believe do the, the goats are hovering. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> All right. Okay. All right. And the reason Sandra's why finished. is because Zephyr's sword is just radiant right now. <laughs> this sword. Yeah. Zephyr. I'm gonna I'm gonna sheath it and put it. Wait, it's it's radiant. Like it's 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 like glowing, glowing even brighter. Yeah. Uh, so well, it is mean- it is as bright as it can get because the goat men are only like about fifty okay, feet away. Gotcha. <laughs> yeah, Cassandra like knocks Zephyr's hand for that. Sorry, sorry. I'll put my aura away too. <laughs> Cloak up. You can see actually by the light of Zephyr's flashlight beacon, um, the entrance to the crypt. Uh, it has definitely been accessed by the goat men, and you can see regular footprints as well. Uh, mixed in. Interesting. Mm. Is that normal for like boot prints to be paired alongside of hoof prints? If you would like to make a investigation check, I might tell you more. Well, since you asked so nicely. Ooh. <laughs> All right. I rolled a 15. Let me pull up my character sheet. Investigation is only a plus one. So 16 total. All right. You can tell based on the levels of dust and where it's been kicked up that the regular footprints were here long before the hoof prints. Mm, okay. They've all passed by the entrance to the crypt itself, but none of them have actually opened the crypt itself. There's no visible handle. It's just a logo similar to the one that was on the map again, but there's no obvious door handle or anything like that. So it's one of those, like, we got to push it. Or find, like, a mechanism, maybe, or a a correct word. I'm going to uh, look at my character sheet and see if I have anything that should be popping out of me. Do we break it? Maybe our rogue should give us an attempt to disarm? Disarm? Find a keyhole? <laughs> like to sleight of hand the door and trick the door. <laughs> <laughs> you can sure try, but I can tell you right now that the door will not be impressed. <laughs> Listen, the door doesn't know me. That's true. The door has never met you. You may, you are welcome to try. No, I um. But can mm, can we look around for some mechanism? Something? Of course you can. Uh, give me an investigation roll. Uh, and do it with advantage because you are of a roguely person. 
That's a good thing. Well, it's only a 10, but the other one was a nat one, so. Okay. Um, while you're feeling around the outside of the uh, or outside of this thing, you realize that it's a little bit soft to the touch. Um, it, whatever material this is made out of, you can feel that it's metallic, but it is not a strong metal by any stretch of the imagination. It is heavily inset with Enochian glyphs um, that you do sort of recognize from other areas of the planes. Um, you don't know anything about what they might mean because that's just not in your purview as a as a uh, uh, yeah as a rogue. But you can Learning feel that the metal itself suckers. is soft, like. Yeah, you you get it feels like if you were to if you were to hit it with something hard, it would dent very easily. Yeah, can I take one of my daggers and scrape like scrape out? Oh, for it? sure. It's it's all it's about the consistency of lead. Okay. Hmm. May I do a, a some sort of arcana check on these sigils? Uh, yeah, sure you can. Go ahead. Uh, fifteen. All of these glyphs are wards. Every single one of them. They're all meant to prevent access, to prevent penetration of spells or any sort of scrying. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Okay. I have a proposition for the group. It's mm, a one-time yes. use. I could use an ability where I could like basically do an augury and ask if we break into this, will something bad happen because of these wards? Do you do we think that I I'll only be able to use it this one time? Do you think this is a good time to use that? I, I mean, I, I feel I like yes. Yeah, I can't see of any other time that it wouldn't be more beneficial. All right, cool. In that case, uh, I think that Leto is going to kneel in front of this, the all these swords, and her her head tips up towards this cathedral ceiling and tears of blood just start to well in her eyes and pour down her face and as she starts wiping them away she's just like clawing down her cheeks and like getting her skin all rough and scraped up and uh begins to speak in babble i think and prays desperately about whether or not if they go through these wards by force, if something terrible will happen. You immediately are struck with a vision of the group of you fleeing the cathedral through the bronze door at the entry. Um, you seem to be enlightened in some way mm -hmm. while you're doing it, but you know that dread follows you out this door. Mm -hmm. And that is where your vision ends. Okay. Lita will fall back on her heels and then look over at the rest of you. We will get what we come for. But when we leave, danger shall ride on our heels. But how do we get through the door? That was not. <laughs> but more importantly, is there a key? The flat look to Cassandra as Leto stands up. <clears throat> I did not witness that, but I believe we should be able to force our way in. Hmm. I'm going to start scratching out sigils. Just I was, was going to suggest that, yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, Nerissa. Start yes. scratching. I scratch. They for you to scratch. <laughs> We're gonna break some sigils. 
All right. It does not take you very long to ruin the sigils. Good. Excellent. And you're also denting the door very heavily. It's starting to cave inward a bit. Oh, wonderful. Let's keep... Can we... Yeah. Uh, Marissa, do you want to do the honors with your big sword? Uh, yeah, I was just, sorry. I was looking in my equipment to see if I had anything big, but yeah, I'll use my sword. Just okay. You're just going to cleave down the middle of the door. Yeah. This is going to be loud. Uh, actually it does not make very much noise at all. It's sort of a wet thud. You know, like if you were to drop a roll of wet newspaper on the floor, that's kind of what it sounds like when his sword hits the door, it cleaves down about a foot and a half. Um, and you get this gust of, fetid crypt air just sprays out around you all it's Uh, probably the most refreshing smell you've had all day to be honest with you given the blood rain and the lava and the ash and whatnot the smell of death how it soothes me narissa you were placed at the right place in the right time you are the living proof of fate i will be known as a goddess of war by the time this is all over with are you gonna keep chopping? Oh yeah. Okay. So I'm just gonna share a look with Zay for like. <laughs> these, two, these two are are dumb. Yeah. <laughs> what okay. is this? What are these flowery words? No one cares. Yeah. <laughs> okay. On your second swing, I need you to make me a DC 15 wisdom check. DC wisdom. Oh, wisdom. Oh, hang on. This does not seem like your strongest no. stat. This is fine. Uh, I, I, I don't get a bonus, but everything's fine. Everything's fine. Still real high. Ah, 19. Okay. <laughs> Your second swing hits a soft spot in the door, and it splits it right down the middle, and it falls inwards, almost taking you with it. You stumble forward, but you manage to catch yourself before you go uh, butt over tea kettle down the stairs <laughs> into the crypt that you've exposed. And you definitely hear the goats in the distance. Ah! We must move quickly. With quietness. With haste. No, with quietness. They're going to see the yawning crypt door. Speed is more essential than quietness. You want them to find this quicker? I look down at the dusty ground with our exact tracks leading directly (laughs) to where we are. Sandra does this. There, are you happy? Oh. Let's jump in the crypt. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, you make your way down to the bottom of the stairs into the darkness, and you find the skeleton of an old, uh, definitely dead man who's wearing a golden necklace of the old world that looks very familiar to the Furiosa. Not in so much as it's something of a, that you n- would know the person, but you recognize it fr- as being from your time. Can I inspect it, this a little bit closer? Sure. You Make me an investigation it, check. Yeah. Man, I think... Uh, do I have advantage on lore? You said this is possibly from the it's old a, world? It's from the old world. You, you definitely recognize that part of, of it immediately. Okay. I have advantage on that. Okay. Okay, so 
Investigation, uh, that would be an 11. Okay. You know that it's something from an old religious order that no longer exists, that could not possibly exist any longer, hence the skeleton. Um, but other than that, you can't recall anything specific about it. You know okay. that it's valuable. Okay. Um, yeah, I will, uh, I'm going to keep this in mind so that on our way out, maybe I'll swipe it, but I'm going to leave it okay. for now. All right. Oh, is that That's not the... the thing that we need? <clears throat> oh, no, no. No. Okay. <laughs> or the be rogue bad. comes in behind and just on the way out. Hey, where did of, that thing uh, go? It's a piece of evidence, or not evidence, but information. Mm. Is basically what it is. Okay. All right. Once you once you're done examining the skeleton, uh, you look up and in the light coming down the stairs, you can make out a tombstone sitting in the center of the room. It's a bas relief set into the floor. Um, and on the headstone of the tomb that, uh, there's a sentence in Latin that it says, et sumeret passem de terra ut invicim se interfrequent. It means to take the peace from the earth to force them to kill one another. And that is the only feature of this room other than there's lots of ornate carving on the wall, but none of it of any particular note. To take a piece of this earth? To take peace from the earth to force them to kill one another. Definitely war. Would yeah. you like to make an arcana check to see if would... you can intuit? Yes, please. I nat one. No. So, sorcerer, can you help out? You yeah, have I an can ice, try. you have an ice cream headache that you have never felt before. <laughs> yes, of course. Uh, that ah. is that is a dirty twenty. A dirty yes! twenty. All right, you know for sure that this is definitely uh, out of the Book of Revelation. Uh, which is ironic since Leto carries a book of Revelation. Um, <laughs> you can read, bro. It's, it specifically refers to the second seal and war's release. Ah, yes. I think what we're looking for is under here. Mm. Is it there a dirt is. floor? The floor is stone. But can we, can we like pry it up? The, the, well, the bass relief is just, uh, it's an inset. It's basically just a really okay. long square. It's like, like the lid of a coffin, but with an ornate carving on it. Right, right. So, so take the lid off? Yeah. Maybe you we just certainly can, yeah. Pry yeah. And... When you pry the lid off, um, within you see um, almost dusty remains of a skeleton. It's that old. Um, the relic that everyone has said so much about and that everyone is seeking lies before you, at least so it seems, placed on a cushion made from an emperor's crown is a shining sharp instrument, a weapon the size of a dagger. Two twin blades dance around each other in a spiral. Each blade, made out of red gold, is carved with Enochian symbols. The weapons, however, lack a proper guard or hilt, nothing that would allow anyone to wield it safely. The guard is a broken pentacle with jagged edges, and the hilt and pommel are a mass of razor-sharp black blades. It almost looks more like something you would use to torture someone than as an actual Ooh. dagger. Yikes. This looks familiar. Wait! <laughs> Let me check these Enochian symbols and make sure they're not more wards that will kill you as soon as you Yeah, Cassandra's them. like hovering her hand Whoa. over it like, ooh, pretty. Uh, Fifteen. <laughs> These are similar wards. Um, these are carved directly into the blade itself, though, and are will not be easily removed. All right. 
can I like remove part of like one of my shawls, drop it over it so we don't have to actually physically touch the blades? Of course you can. Do we want to do that? Cassandra, will you be patient for that? Or do you want to grab it? Yep. I don't want to ruin gonna, that for your character. No, 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 I'm gonna... You're taking a cloak off. She's gonna... Always with the safety. You may <laughs> carry them if you wish, Cassandra. Yes. She's gonna be patient. Or I guess we're wrapping it up. I'm gonna yeah, I'll drop the okay. thing on top and then you can grab them. All right. And what will you do when you are done doing that? Throw it at Nurse now. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Gladly. Well, we have it. It's like, has anything happened? Hellfire, Brimstone. Nothing as of, of yet. Red All right. feeling, yeah, Nothing uh, as of yet. Well, I, I have think a feeling that this is a trick. Can I do a perception? I want to do a perception. You Wait, what are you trying to determine? I want to make sure that this is like this looks like the right thing. Is this like a is this a red herring? Is this a fake? So I want to perceive around and see if there was something else in this coffin that is like Oh, okay, yeah, sure. Yeah. Go ahead. Make me roll. It's not great. Let's see. We've got an 8 plus perception of 2, 10. Okay. You rummage around in the base of the uh base of the crypt and Everything basically turns to powdery dust in your hands, other than the cushion that it was laying on, and an examination of the cushion reveals that it's a cushion. All right. I don't know what kind of cloth this is to survive what human body could not, but let's <laughs> go. <laughs> let's get out of here. All right. So you make your way back up the stairs. As soon as you pass the threshold of the, cr of the crypt itself, um, who's carrying the item? Cassandra. Cassandra. Okay. Um, you feel the radiance off this thing. You remember the feeling that I told you you had when you came in and it was this, like the power of the throne. Mm -hmm. You feel that kind of thing magnified tenfold. Like you literally stagger. It's not heavy, but it makes it difficult for you to do anything right now. Like it won't physically impair you. It's just, it's a, it's an effect. Um, and through the wraps, it explodes with light. You can see, like, the fabric does absolutely wow. nothing to stop the light from penetrating it, and it lights up the entire cathedral. And you hear all of the goat demons in the surrounding area. All you can hear in uh, uh, over the over the power of this light is just because ah! you can hear it from every corner, and you know that there are like every goat demon within earshot or sight Forever. or whatever is aware of the presence of this thing. This is worse than Zephyr's sword. <laughs> it is, definitely. The radiance far outshines Zephyr's sword. I feel like we should run. Just run. Yeah, I think that's I think that's the, what we gotta do. Okay. We're so running. you you run okay. out the bronze door, you kick it open and it swings wide. <clears throat> Sorry. And you can see climbing over everything, even down the sides of the cathedral itself. There's goat demons just pouring in from every side. There's at least a hundred or more of them. And they're just like, all you can hear is just the constant, ah, ah. they're calling to each other and shouting back and forth. And you hear a boom from above and you see this column of insanely bright glowing light hit the top of the cathedral. The top of the cathedral just vanishes in an explosion 
and you hear a slamming boom in the shockwave. You know, like, remember in the Lord of the Rings when they cut the ring off of Sauron the first time? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That you get that exterior shockwave, it just blasts past you all, it knocks you all forward, almost off your feet. The goat men are all just scattered, and some of them even just spontaneously explode against rocks. There's splats of acid everywhere. And you see in the rubble, uh, Doug, if you want to bring up mm-hmm. that last... I gotcha. That is what you see in the rubble of the cathedral. I think the boss is here. It is easily 40 feet tall. It is massive. I want to pet it. Uh, Do you want to explain what it is, uh, Jason, for the uh, listeners on the... Um, This is R.E.M. R.E.M. is a celestial Thronian. It is a giant lion-like creature... um, golden spiked halo above its head pegasus wings has a great big long snake of a tail a majestic lion mane flowing it glows with an inner like throne light basically um piercing blue green eyes and it starts rum starts crashing out of the rubble out of the rubble and you can hear in your minds not even as a voice you can all you can hear is hand it to me hand it to me hand it to me mortals and all shall be well and all shall be well and all shall be well no why do i feel like all <laughs> shall not be well i look to zephyr because zephyr is a descendant of angel kind and also has an aura like this thing kind of yeah let's let's take a look at it it's not a, no it's a halo I it's swear. a halo sorry I, it's a I halo i swear it's a halo yeah yeah. Uh, um. Yeah. Do um, I? Can I okay. get like a read on this guy? On this this telephone? You can make an Arcana check if you want. Yeah, Jason, we want that. a vibe check. We want a vibe check. <laughs> yeah, Is this can, guy can cool? I get a vibe check on this guy? Like, mm, you can't insight you check cool. it yet. <laughs> so uh, eighteen. You know that are uh, you know of REM? Uh, you've heard of REM? It's. Right. A creature out of legend and myth, as far as you were concerned, it was one. It's similar to Metatron, actually, not not in power level, but in uh, status amongst the throne. It's a very. Uh, it's basically one of the the top tier throne uh, allies. You know that it works definitely for the throne itself. So mm. that is your dilemma right now: is what to do about this. Um, and while you're thinking about this, um, Cassandra, you you feel like your body tense up and lock up a bit, and you can feel the wormwood fumes start to pour out of your mouth, and the smoke completely blocks out your sight of REM, and you get a little bit of control back. And you realize this might not be the best way to go, but it's also not the worst way to go. So it's up to you guys what you want to do with it, but only Cassandra gets that feeling. Mm. Okay. Uh, she's going to look at everyone else first to gauge other reactions. I'm just going to stand there in awe of this majestic creature that the celestial creature that I had only thought was, you know, wasn't real, at, at, and now is just in our presence. 
I'm not quite strong enough to fight something like this, so I mean <laughs> someone someone with more wisdom than than I got, so <laughs> Oh, I'm right there with the wisdom. Should I give it said uh all will be well if we give it to it? Can I invite mm -hmm. will all be well if I give it to this? Certainly. It's not terrible. Do 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 plus my insight of oh only plus one. It's only a thirteen then. You don't sense any ulterior motive. Okay. You have no reason to believe that it won't hold its end of the bargain. I mean, it's a celestial, so it's a celestial. Uh, we should always trust angels. <clears throat> my, 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 yeah. my vision showed us leaving with this, but maybe even my foresight could not predict such a creature. The mm. decision is up to the bearer of the sword of the weapon, if all agree. Well, the light, the light did you know, wipe out all these demon goat demon things. So those that haven't have died have fled. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So it can't all be bad, right? It does not feel like we would be in a lot of doom if we were to give this up. That is my deep feeling. We could also go, which is also not a bad feeling either. What do you think, Zephyr? I think but aren't we supposed to give this to the seer? But does the but, seer have less than you know less than ideal intentions for this? I feel like we should maybe give it to a celestial over some random seer that that might use this weapon for evil i'm internally conflicted <laughs> <laughs> i am I'm like externally I'm... conflicted <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah i just um, i'm disappointed it's not a band inside a lion honestly all right yeah. uh well why don't we why don't we take a vote i say we bring it to the seer oh no Oh, Jennifer put his hand okay. up. <laughs> okay, so Thanks. it looks like we bring it to the Leo the Lion over there. Mm -hmm. I think we. Can Are you going to give it over? Uh, yeah, Cassandra will. She's not very reverent about things, but she's going to try her level best to be reverent about it, and she'll walk up toward Ariam. I'll I'll walk up with I'll walk up with Cassandra with my. Very dim aura that I'm <laughs> trying to like, polish up this halo of it. Trying to make it look a little bit like with an angel, don't kill me. Right, 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 right. Um, yeah. Ariam steps forward and lowers its head down towards you. Its head is probably about the size of an elephant's in comparison to yours. Okay. Mm -hmm. um, and it stretches out one paw for you to place it and give it to me, mortal, and all will be well. Yeah, she'll. You sit cloth and all because she's not gonna touch it. Cloth and all onto Ariam's hand. All right, Ariam takes it and tucks it up inside uh, where its mane hangs down, um, and you can no longer see it. And as its paw comes down, it stops about two or three inches above the ground, and it looks at Nerissa, and it takes a deep breath in, 
and it looks at it, it leans in closer towards Nerissa, and then it looks at all of you. You have one here who has the mark of the beast. The beast yes. creature must come with me as well. Woohoo! <laughs> I got the mark of the beast. I win. That's um, not winning. <laughs> it is for so me. We have, we have to we have to hand Nerissa over to. Uh... Yes, that's bas- that's what that's basically what he means. Yeah, you hand over Nerissa as well. It couldn't sense Nerissa until you handed over the uh, the key. It was just the the power was hiding Nerissa from it. Can you explain what the implications are of having the mark of the beast? As a DM or in character? <laughs> uh, just just what are you, what are you asking me or Arian? Like just like from in world knowledge, what would okay. that mean? So there are two kinds of marks in uh, Apocalypse. There is the mark of the throne, and there is the mark of the beast. The mark of the throne is basically a holy sigil that you bear. That allows you some advantage in the game. Um, you can choose to use it, uh, and you roll a d6, uh, and it changes as you go. Um, as you level up, it goes from a d4 to a d6 to a d8 to a d10 to a d12. And you can use that in the game to add to rolls, uh, saving throws, attack rolls, and that sort of thing as you play. The disadvantage is if you roll a 1, it's called a fatal... Uh, what is it called? A fatal triumph? Or not a fatal triumph? Yeah. Yeah. Fatal. There's a fatal triumph and a fails... And a fails... Or a fails I can't remember the name of it now. One's a fatal triumph. One's a fatal triumph, and one's a fatal something else. But anyway, one is bad. Twelve is awesome. Um, and it's the same way for the mark of the beast. There are different aspects to the mark of the beast. The mark of the beast allows you to sense beast creatures around you, um, which is the only reason I didn't go with that with Nerissa during the game is because of Zephyr's sword. Mm-hmm. Um, but they can also influence creatures with who also bear the mark of the beast, and all abyssal creatures born of the abyss bear the mark of the beast. And you can use that to influence their attacks as well. So in combat, you can roll, uh, in, for instance, um, Nerissa has the Mark of the Beast at a d6 level. You can roll a d6 and add or subtract that from the monster's rolls. That's mm-hmm. cool. It is, so while really you're cool fighting mechanic. them, if they're trying to fight you, you can try to reduce their attack. If they're trying to fight someone else and it's something, something you want to get hit, you can add to their attack. Okay. And if you do roll a six, it's an exploding dice. Mm-hmm. So you roll a six, you roll again, <gasps> you roll another yeah. six, you roll again. That's so cool. Ooh, so yeah. you can get some pretty spectacular results out of it. That right there just sold Like as soon as I saw that, I'm like, oh my God, this is. And when you really do the, cool when you do the fail state, it actually, uh, it has a variety of deleterious effects. They're not, none of them are beneficial at that point. It can drain all of the mark energy out of you for an entire day. It can cause you damage. It can attract more beasts to you. It can have a backlash and do other things like that. But it doesn't necessarily mean that like you're evil. No, it does not. No, it just—it's a show of—it's a sign of your allegiance. Most but, people that have marks try to hide them. That's what I thought. I see. I didn't look at any of the character sheets, so I didn't know mm-hmm. if anybody had a mark of the beast. Mm-hmm. So I thought we all didn't until just now. So this just blew my mind that Narissa has the mark of the beast. Yeah, I kind of. But just before we started playing, I kind of looked over that and I'm like, oh, that's a really cool ability. And I, I didn't even think to use it. Be- you didn't need it. You were kicking butt without it. Yeah, yeah you were. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. But in anyway. That case, in that case, he says that about Nerissa. And Lita will look to Nerissa, then at this creature, and say, Holy one, please, Nerissa has been an ally and a strong companion defending us against these terrible creatures. I cannot believe that their heart is blackened. 
Please let us keep our friend. Roll me persuasion. Do, do, do. Oh, that's so good. Okay, I got a 16 plus my persuasion of 5. 21. It looks at you and it leans down in really close and you can feel its breath on your face. And it is actually the only fresh thing you've smelled all day. No. As, as a celestial, this, this creature just exudes purity and everything. So even its breath smells great. It's like Febreze. Um, it looks you in the eye and it says, you are clever with your tongue and with your wit, but I will not be swayed. You will give me the Furiosa. And what will be done? That is not for you to be worried about. She will come. She will face judgment. The throne will decide what happens. I'll put my hand on Leto and say, I got this. And I'll walk Last time he said that, that was a little scary. <laughs> You're going to walk and, up to Ariam? Yeah, and I'm, I'm going to say, leave my friends. Let's go. You will come with me willingly? Yes. Very well. And it, st- it takes a step back and motions for you to come with it. I do. Okay. Anybody I, else I'll, doing anything? I look back at my friends and I say, good luck. I hope you live. Nerissa, it is with great sorrow that I see you fade from our sight. I hope that one day you might rise again with the correct mark upon you. Please, great being, have mercy, for they have surrendered themselves to you willingly, and they have a heart for battle, and I am sure they could become the strongest of warriors for our cause. The throne takes all into consideration. And it reaches out with its one of its paws and grabs Nerissa around the waist and hammers its wings against the ground and just shoots straight up into the air and is gone from sight in seconds, taking Nerissa with it. And that is where the adventure ends. Wow. That was one of the one of the moral dilemmas, actually, at the end of the adventure is, do you fight REM? I mean, when you could have, you could have tried. You could have tried. You certainly could have tried. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm not going to say you can't try anything. If you want to try and leap into the sky and fly like a bird, you can try. (laughs) Exploding acid demon goats were not hard enough. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's one of one of the two options, actually, when you uh, when you have the mark of the beast in the party with REM is is you could you could have fought, um, and if you had won, then you have the key and you have a dead celestial. Yeah, I don't think that that. So you're not making any friends and explaining to do at that point. (laughs) Yeah, and also the key without Ariham's presence to dissuade anything from coming close is going to attract everything. The abyss can sense it. The throne can sense it. Sure. So you're not going to make it back very quickly Mm -hmm. or very easily traveling with this thing because it's basically it's it's like a radio signal for everything that has a radio within earshot basically. Yeah, that was a huge choice to make. I thought that was really fun that they throw something so intense at yeah. you. I yeah. was legitimately really torn. So that was mm-hmm. an excellent, excellent design. 
Absolutely. Yeah, I was actually when I when I read that part, and I was like, "Wait, what? <laughs> you want them to cough up one of their party members in a one shot kind of thing? Okay, sure, we can do that." REM would have been a really tough fight, but it was not a possibly unwinnable. It just you had to you would have had to have played really well, yeah, and rolled really well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. REM has a lot of rechargeables and bonus actions and stuff like that. No. I, I just think Narissa with with like her heart of the warrior and, and honor and stuff like that, she would sacrifice rather sacrifice herself than uh, risk the whole party being splattered. That is so cool. Like that's mm-hmm. an, that's an amazing character choice. That was fun. That is Thank very you. Cool. Yeah. That's why the marks get interesting, actually, especially when you couldn't like the mark of the throne is very much of, of purity and stuff like that. So it's mostly modifications to what you're doing and stuff like that. Like there's no, alternative version of the mark where you can influence creatures with the mark of the throne on them like the mark of the beast can because the mark of the beast is about manipulation and stuff like Uh that and then the more you use the mark the more its presence makes itself felt so it starts off as just a small mark and most people like i said try to hide it even the throne people try to hide it although in the throne people it manifests as like golden skin and glowing eyes and a halo and stuff like that um that's just zafer's heritage that gives them that aspect but uh, <clears throat> with the Mark of the Beast, there's all sorts of opportunity for like, well, I mean, because Nerissa has that cool eye patch. I, that's what I was thinking when uh, when uh, when I saw the character. I was like, oh, that would be so cool if the Mark was like right there. Because mm-hmm. then I was waiting for Josh to maybe use it because I was going to say, okay, because it, it doesn't just happen. The Mark of like glows and flares and the more you use it, the more it'll start to take over a bit. You, and you can even gain like yeah. bestial features and stuff like that. That's so cool. So it kind of corrupts you over time. Over yeah, time, corrupt. yeah, basically. Yeah, yeah. But it's not necessarily it's not necessarily a bad choice though. No. Like, for a Furiosa, that is an excellent idea. Like it gives them more yeah. advantages in combat. They can influence their own roles, their opponents' roles. They can stop demons in their tracks. So basically it's like, you know, like using your enemy's power against you sort of thing. Yeah. Um, one thing I want to do before we sign off is i would like to show off the pre-generated character sheets oh the art, they're so cool because yeah. mm-hmm. that's one thing that i think the studio does really really well is uh these these uh sheets let me see if i can find it here there that we are. and their art well and the art just amazing. yeah all of it but i don't know if you can see that yet mm-hmm. but yep that's, that's what the safer. pre-generated character that's what my character sheet looks like yeah like it's just crazy and of course with inferno because they did inferno as well inferno has some really amazing character sheets as well they do really good sheets for the fact that they keep the bonuses front and center Mm -hmm. so like when i was Mm -hmm. asking you guys to look up your bonuses i was actually looking at the sheets as well myself and there's like really large boxes to to show you hey these are the major points Mm-hmm. All the yeah. little minutiae you can read at your leisure, but when you need, what's my spellcasting modifier? You know, what's my difficulty yeah. for this? It's like blah 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 right there. Yeah. Um, also on the uh, Kickstarter is a link for the Quick Start, I believe, as well. So mm. if you, anybody would like to download this uh, adventure and, and this uh, this material, feel free to check out the Kickstarter. Uh, if you would like to see everything that I bent and molded to shape it into a two-ish hour adventure. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, and this just kind of gives you a, toast, a taste of it. Um, the books are, I think there's three books that are going to be about 200 pages each uh, mm. with just a lot of full color. And, and one of them is just setting, which is yeah. awesome. Like one of them is the game book with all the game details, characters, and all that sort of stuff. One of them is purely going to be setting, and the other one is a monster manual. Crazy. 
That's yeah. gorgeous. Mm-hmm. I was that's the only thing that when they came out with the quick start and uh, Doug and I were looking at it, I was like, I wanted more monsters. They have a really cool <laughs> picture of a monster that they don't represent in the quick start. And I was like, oh, I don't know what that is, but I want to see that thing. <laughs> <laughs> and they're unlocking a whole bunch of uh, other, uh, they, they unlocked a... Uh, yeah, they've already some, busted through a couple of stretch goals. Yeah, some, uh, I think they added a beast to it. I'm trying to see. We'll go down through here. Uh, also, I'll let f- folks know that if you're listening to this right now, it's right away. Um, the first 72 hours, you can get a free map and a D20 uh, as an early bird bonus. So go definitely check that link in the description. Um, They're and then, just shy of 100 grand right now. Wow. That That's awesome. Um, but yeah. They, and, and if you missed out on Inferno, their, their last Kickstarter, um, you can actually pick up everything all in... Uh, and one big package if you wanted to yeah and there's the quick start right there if you if and it is gorgeous yeah. those books are amazing the dice the dice set looks really cool like i love i love what they've got they've got going on there um just a lot of really cool content i think um like i said i'm not usually a huge 5e you know it, it has to be something pretty special for me to get really excited about it and this is definitely one of those things it has to be um, the setting in 5e yeah that's exactly. the important thing in 5e so yeah. like i said earlier everyone knows the rules for 5e so there's no need to go over the rules again and again and again yeah this is the creature that they unlocked in the stretch goals i think it's Le- leviathan is that what they is that what they call it, it? i'm not sure look yeah, at the that's, size difference that's between definitely that leviathan the... yeah look that at, between whale? that and the whale. That's a blue whale in front of it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'm yeah. stressed immediately. Why wasn't that in the kickstart? <laughs> I wonder. Ah. I, I think uh, facing off a celestial lion uh, was uh, oh, man, enough. That would have been a pretty rough fight for you guys. He has some pretty impressive combat attacks. But yeah, you can just tell that there's so much love that's put into this Um and I know that this setting isn't going to be for everybody. Like that's just the way it is. And and um, but I think they've done a really good job of being careful with the subject matter and really kind of made it uh, something that's they made uh, it into a fantasy thing um, exactly. that is influenced by the book. Yeah, it's it, which was probably the smart, the only way they could have done it properly. Yeah, the Pact of Lilith is another uh, archetype that uh, that they unlocked. I want that. Um, another <laughs> monster. Uh, well, seraphim are angels. Yeah, um, and then some depends on what cards. side you're on. Then I guess. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> yeah, um, forget the angels. What What I, did they say in Supernatural? <laughs> uh, yeah. Oh, so many things. <laughs> yeah and katie that, could tell I, you all of them probably she's a fan maybe <laughs> yep yep i'm surrounded by idiots <laughs> well i i think that's gonna do it for, for this uh for this actual play i want to thank everyone that joined us live and if you enjoyed that hit the like button down below uh if you're coming across our content for the very first time hit that subscribe button we'd love to have you as our as part of our community uh we've 
feature and showcase all sorts of different projects, not just 5e products. We do all sorts of independent uh, indie indie games uh, here on the, uh, the show and interviews, actual plays, reviews, all sorts of stuff. So feel free to uh, give us a, a a like, you know, follow all that stuff that we're supposed to, you're supposed to do all that stuff. It definitely helps us out quite a bit and I greatly appreciate it. Um, I want to thank Jason for, for DMing this. Thank you so much. I'm happy much, that Jason. I didn't actually murder anyone. No, nah, I was I was down to like five hit points at one point. So I know I was, I thought when they I started was, exploding, I, I was rolling really high on their explosions. Those goats. Yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, M and uh, Katie, thank you so much for coming on and being a part. If people want to see more of, of you two, where, where should they go? Uh, you can go to our website, uh, level1geek.com, and we'll have all of our links to all of our stuff. We stream on Twitch Monday nights. We've been doing a full-on Vason campaign. It's been yeah. so much it's, fun. You, if you ever wanted to see Vason showcased properly, you need to check out Level 1 Geek. The uh, Get on their Discord, because there's all kinds of cool stuff in the Discord for the Vason game as well. Yeah, we've it's, got it's an very interactive cool. bit where you guys can follow along and get the clues that we're getting and find stuff for us. So please help us out. Very cool. And you can still hamper them if you like. It's harder. <laughs> I have a harder time with it, but Katie probably mm. likes that part. <laughs> I mean, you know. Uh, and I want to thank Josh for coming on. Josh, thank you so much for uh, giving, making the ultimate sacrifice at the end there for our party. <laughs> and, and, uh, Taking one for, for the team. Jeez. That was great. That was I think I got some pretty cool attacks off too, actually. <laughs> I love yeah, that sword. I, I was so glad when you started murdering things with that sword because I was just like, I could just imagine that sword chopping things up. Oh. That's brutal. I saw that thing and I'm like, yeah, I want that on my wall. <laughs> I was exp I was kind of trying to make it work out with the goats so that you could get that spinning. Uh, what is it called? The something of death or f oh. iron? The the yeah. the like whirlwind of iron or whatever the heck it was called um what is it called the iron vortex she'd be basically it's like a spin to win kind of thing you just turn into a quasar art and start slamming everything around you for mass, <laughs> massive damage I but that. i was like but the goats rushed towards you and then you guys were you guys didn't really scatter very much cassandra was the only one who moved around and leto backed away a couple of times and i was thinking if he spins to win here he's gonna mince half the party <laughs> yeah yeah no, all right no, no <laughs> yeah uh, i want to thank you all again go check out the kickstarter i think you're gonna like it it's they got some great value with uh with all their pledges and it congratulations well congratulations to acheron and to, to the, two little mice for a successful uh kickstarter uh funding already out of the gate and it's still got uh, two more weeks left to go so yeah. go i like the out. short turnaround on this one actually i like those yeah me too i hate waiting so. a month to see if it's going to happen <laughs> All right, that's going to do it. Remember, winning shouldn't be the only victory condition when you get to the table. We'll see you next time. Bye now. I just want to say thank you again for consuming this content. I really have a passion for creating content uh, and an extreme gratefulness for being able to have a small part in helping uh, tabletop designers, creators make their projects a reality. Uh, there's something really, really special about that. And uh, if you'd like to uh, support us more, you can check out our Patreon. Uh, we have all sorts of perks, and I have a $10 a month RPG book club where I send you two signed RPG books uh, a year. Uh, feel free to check that out, uh, but mostly I'd love it if you hit that subscribe or follow whatever uh, platform you're on. It is extremely, extremely uh, humbling, and, and I appreciate it so much. Thanks so much. Um, you do hear the goat men returning in the distance. <laughs>
we got to move quickly. I don't actually hear the goat men returning. Yeah, I, I don't hear them at all. <laughs> I've. I'm, I'm listening. I don't. Do I? I don't. <laughs> I hate you all. <laughs> I think we're safe. I did not hear any goat I, men. I didn't hear any goat <laughs> men right. either. All right. While you're inside looking around, being all struck by awe, you can hear approaching closely in the uh, and you can hear the clatter of hooves. You hear. <laughs> I'm going to kill you guys with goats. <laughs> <laughs> 